Hey, this is Cameron from Florida Men on Florida Man. We're the podcast all about Florida. We do crazy Florida Man headlines, talk about our experiences growing up and living in Florida now. And then Wayne, one of our co-hosts, gives us a story every week about the legends, the lore, and the history that came out of Florida. We'd love for you to come by, give us a listen, check us out at fmofm.com. and welcome one and all to a new school year. I know this is going to be an exciting and stimulating year for all of us. First, I'd like to extend a welcome back to our own Mr. Spears, who made such a miraculous recovery from the mental exhaustion which sent him to the hospital last spring. Welcome back, Mr. Spears. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> Now, Rydell is very proud of her extracurricular activities, so please come out for band tryouts. If you play an instrument, it's better to play with a group than with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Auditions for the June Moon Talent Show will be held next month. You could win 100 long playing records. Last but not least, we are fortunate to have a straight-A student all the way from England by the name of Michael Carrington. Stand up, Michael. All right, now let's all say hello to Michael Carrington. Hello to Michael Carrington. (laughs) Let's have a wonderful year. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Triple digits. Oh, my goodness. 101. 101. Yep. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. Everybody listening out there, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Yeah. I mean, this movie is so wild. Yeah. Uh, but we've had a lot of requests for it, actually. We have. Too. Yep. But, Scott, why don't you go ahead and introduce our wonderful guests, and let's talk about the movie. We watch Grease 2 with Drew Drogi. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Ooh, welcome. What welcome a delight that you are here to talk about this movie. <laughs> oh, we're likewise. Such, we're such huge fans. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. From, like, Indeed. the Facts of Life Live that we've seen numerous oh, times. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Indeed. You're Mrs. Garrett <laughs> on... Uh, <laughs> Your Mrs. Garrett oh is God. one of the most insane pieces of theater uh, I have ever seen <laughs> in my whole entire life. I mean, I've seen, I guess I have to say, oh, I've seen a lot of great people do Mrs. Garrett. Mm-hmm. Like Paul Vogt, I think of, and Madeline oh, sure. Long. I've seen a lot of people who, um, I've seen them all do it on stage before. And so you have to go even crazier. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to really up the Paul Lind. <laughs> <laughs> and um, who else? Do you know uh, this crazy thing? Uh, so Charlotte Ray, Paul Lind, and I want to say Alice Beasley. I get okay. Alice Beasley and Ghostly confused. They all they all had the same acting teacher. Oh, so they all talked like this. 
they all. If you listen to um, uh, Bernice from yeah, that's Beasley, yeah. Right? Ghostly, that's Ghostly, Ghostly, yes. Ghostly. Okay, at least Beasley is Beasley from Moonlighting. From Moonlighting. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Pesto. Yes. The same childhood. I get them. I get the names confused. Very Likewise. different. <laughs> Both incredible actresses. So yeah. So um, yeah, they all had the same teacher. And isn't that, it funny that they all kind of had that? Yeah, that makes nervous. So Shake much. it out. That sense. totally makes sense. <laughs> oh my god. And of course, you do uh, the Golden Girls Live with Jackie and Sherry. <laughs> yes, I only do eighties sitcom yep. parodies <laughs> in the basement of Casita del Campo. But yes, we do Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> I mean, hey, good work if you can get it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> and we've been to several. I, we also have to mention the iconic uh, Miss Chloe Seventy. So oh, good, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, thank you. What do we call Gift those viral, viral videos? Sure, sure. <laughs> well, there we were. I think we remember seeing you do Chloe almost ten years ago at. Um, think of that. It was at. It was at the fault line. It was at the fault line. Maybe so. Just a random. Yeah, Chloe's just here. a random night. Before. Yeah. Yes, that Chloe's absolutely. here, and you were just walking around doing Chloe. We were, you know? kind of, we were kind of like, what are they talking about? Why is Chloe 70 here? And then you came out and we were like, oh. oh right. Oh, I <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. But wouldn't it be great if the if the real Chloe 70 was at fault line? I wouldn't put it past her. Right. You know? Just making appearances. Like, sure. I'll come out and talk about some songs. Or whatever. Look at yeah. the giant neon cock on the, yes. <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> that, your, your that, that squirts neon joy across the wall. <laughs> I know that oh. they just got a new location, so hopefully the neon dick went with them. They did. I didn't know that they got a new I location. Think that they got oh, a new great. location. I've so, been following yeah. the oh good the owner on Instagram, uh-huh. and she's been posting something. Okay, that they figured something out. Ruby is it Ruby? Yeah, yeah. Ruby. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love her. This has been gay LA nightlife. I know yeah. <laughs> people listening going, wait, wait, this is real deep. Uh, but we're here today. Silver light cut. Yes, exactly. We're here today to talk about Greece too. So shockingly, we have not gotten to Greece one. Oh, it's fine. But we'll get there eventually. This one, the t- Greece one, is not really that gay. I don't think. Right, I mean, right. you know, I mean, you know, you're, you've got a, your lead actor who we don't know, but like, <laughs> I mean, like, but Greece two is undeniably queer. Yes. It's yeah. just unfiltered Alan Carr. Absolutely. I feel like Randall <laughs> yes. Kleiser, who did Greece one, yes. was probably really good at just reining in. Alan's ideas, yeah. like everything that he was going for, he really reined it into a pretty solid hour and forty minute movie. Mm-hmm. But Grease Two is just like, yeah, they're How just long as Grease Two. Oh, it's almost it two hours. Oh, long. great, yeah. as yeah. it should be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We Absolutely. Need every one of those. It's a lot of a lot of story to get in. But it's definitely <laughs> just unrestrained Alan Carr that is just oh. throwing everything at the screen. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's so interesting that Alan Carr, you know, had this had this reign over Hollywood, and and it it pretty much started with Grease and mm-hmm. ended with Grease too. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Eventually, the Oscars that he produced, yeah. you know, uh, in '86 or whenever that was, right. with Snow White and Rob mm-hmm. Lowe. But really, I mean, Grease Two was such a bomb; it was the and, beginning of the end for him. And where the boys yeah. are was probably '83. Yes, probably so. Something Reunited, Lorna Luft. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So Grease Two was not a hit. No. Was no. No. I mean, it was given probably about more than half the budget of the original movie, and it didn't even come close to those box office numbers. Also, looking at the opening weekend box office competition, it uh, opened with E.T., the extraterrestrial. Never heard of it. Not familiar. <laughs> and it's like Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Rocky What's Three, that? and yep. Poltergeist. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Those are all iconic. I, know. Oh, I, I mean, that's no. the best Star those Trek are, movie. Those that are that hard be- movies you know, to follow. Those are really you, – you can't – also, I mean, just the trend by 1982 – 
movie musicals were so out of oh, fashion. Yeah. And oh, Grease yeah. and Saturday Night Fever really kind of brought them into the forefront. And so, because 1980 was that year when there were like 14. I mean, I'm sure you've done them all on the show with like the <laughs> Apple and Can't Stop the Music yeah. and all those. <laughs> yeah. And so the it's Apple. like, you know, by 82, everybody was like, we don't want to do this yes. anymore. We want blockbusters now. And then add to that the music in this movie. I mean, oh, ugh. I mean, come on. When I say I love it, yeah. I mean, I love Heinz ketchup and I, lo- you know what I mean? I love it's It's trash that I am very horny right. for. Yes. You know, yeah. let me just say this. Uh, Cool Rider is actually a bop. Like that oh, song actually it's slaps. Yeah, when she gets into it and her voice is like doubled and tripled over because it is Michelle singing, right? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. And but like it's actually a really good song. But yeah, I, mean, I think that's who's that guy on that motorcycle? What would they say <laughs> if they knew it was Michael? Come on, that's yeah. a pretty these, genius. Yeah, that's lyrics. pretty great. But you know the opening, uh, the opening number. Back, back to school again. Back to school again. Yes. These kids are coming in. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're ready for it. This movie comes in at like a 10. Oh, (laughs) yes. That's why I love it. It's just, it's so unapologetically in your face. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the thing about that song, though, it's, it's not great. Like, it's no, like, uh, you know, what's the opening of, uh, I mean, Summer Lovin'? Summer, How are you going right. to summer that? nights? Summer yeah. nights, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. How are you going to beat that? No, you're not. Well, it's a. I mean, like with Greece, you know, it's a musical written in the '70s about the '50s, right? Yes. And so, and and even when they did the movie, the song Greece is so it's so Bee Gees, oh yeah, disco. There's nothing '50s yeah. about that, like you know that opening number, which is so funny to me. Like, there's nothing '50s about this song. But then, so Grease Two is set in the early '60s, and it comes, mm-hmm. it's so '80s, and they're and at that point they're just sort of just like trying to do anything, <laughs> and you know I don't know what style it any you know it is. But. Well, I mean, if you look at even the main, not just the the extras or the background uh, actors, the main cast, uh, you know, the other pink ladies besides, I mean, even Michelle Pfeiffer's look is not period whatsoever. Mm-mm. But the other pink ladies, uh, Maureen Teefy from Super Supergirl, yes. movies Supergirl. that made it also fully has yes, I love a Maureen huge TV. perm. Yep, that yep. is like not yep. period. She her whole thing is that she wears this pillbox hat because she's kind of like a <laughs> Jackie o. obsessed with Jackie O. But her look <laughs> is nothing like it. Right, you know, uh, Lorna Luft, who I mean, we thought oh, Paulette, Paulette. Yeah. I mean, we. We thought Soccer Channing was uh, an old-looking teenager. I mean, I feel well, like Lorna Left looks like one of absolutely, <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I mean, I'm 44 and would happily play a teenager in high school <laughs> if, if that were given the opportunity. But you know, yeah, I mean, I love. I mean, I grew up watching these women. Yeah, and I thought that was high school. I was like, yeah. oh, I want to be friends with Rizzo and Paulette. Oh yeah, and I'm terrified of them. Oh, like I absolutely don't want to sit near them, but I want to. <laughs> I want them to like love me and protect me. You yes. would be like. The Pamela Adlin character following <laughs> them around, and that and oh, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with her. And she's Paulette's sister, I, I think. In like the yes, the writing, she's Paulette's yes. younger sister. Also, what grade is she in? Is she a freshman? She looks. They, I don't think they ever. They never. I don't think they ever label her like what. And how we old were. She is and we yeah. were joking. Is she a ghost? What? It's like pretty <laughs> much like. Is she just like somebody that they're sort of making up? Well, <laughs> she just exists at the bowling alley. Know, because, yeah. Well, because she looks like ten or eleven, yet she's there at the rehearsals for the for the mm-hmm. uh, the show, which this talent show. Oh, oh I have a lot of questions God, about, about talent this talent show. show. The, like the movie is so leading up to the talent. There's so much real estate in this movie yes. given to 
this talent show. Yes, the rehearsals. The rehearsals, the auditions, all of it, you know. Um, stakes couldn't be higher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I get it. You remember when you were in high school and there was one talent show that the entire school year everyone prepped for? Oh, absolutely. And you, you auditioned for it the first month of school and then the final dress was rehearsal was in year. May. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Your entire senior year. That's what you're going to do. Before yeah. you have a hula, a, a hula, oh, exactly. luau, the hu- yeah. you <laughs> know, graduation rock day. a hula, luau, you know, that sort of situation. Oh man, the Rock of Hulu out. I can't. Um, okay, so we're, we're starting off with Back to School. This crazy, you know, intro scene, and this is when we get introduced to all of the all of the leads of the movie. Well, okay, the thing is, for me, like the elevator pitch is kind of like gender swap Greece. Right, like you know, so we had an Australian, and it's the first one, and, and it's now kind we're of have an English, and book. it's the new class because we're going to sub in. New actors for right. It's two years all of later. your favorites. even though it's two years later, yep. none of them are there. I mean, I guess because the, they were all seniors in Greece, and so like Greece mm-hmm. too. But yeah. you never, you know, yeah. Sure. Although Eugene is still hanging around, Eugene is still there. Eugene's yes. still there. Yes, I guess he, he was Eddie just a Deason really, is Eddie still Deason, there. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was a freshman. Eddie Deason, like prototype, like nerd, right? Yes, and he's also in Mid um, Midnight Maniacs. No, oh. Midnight. I'm I'm confusing John Waters movie. Midnight Madness. Okay, with Michael J. Fox okay. and okay. David Naughton. It was a, I watched all the time as a kid, and Eddie Deason also played a nerd in that. Okay. And he used to be my neighbor, <gasps> and I used to see him all the time, and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> Love that. We just- and you see him in passing, you're like, that's yep. Eddie Deason. Wow. And he and the is voice. The, all of it. We <laughs> just watch. I want to hold your hand. And his yes. scenes with Wendy Jo Sperver yes. are very Oh, cute. my God, who I love. Yeah. And, and Nancy Darling. Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Um, so, yeah. So, I feel like the, the pitch is there. It's there right off the bat because, yeah, we've got the British guy taking the place of Sandy as the Australian girl. Michael Carrington. Michael Carrington. Michael Carrington. Love that name. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> could not be lazier. Completely. <laughs> We were just like all night last night. We just were calling him Alexis Carrington. Of like, course, the whole night we're just like, hey, "There's yeah. Alexis." Yeah. Um, when he gets off that bus, oh my god! Talking about the this, title of your podcast, this face, the feeling. Uh, so <laughs> the, you're like, "Oh, hello, yeah, sir." That yes. face, and he can still get it. I mean, oh, he yeah. is a handsome man Mar- to this day. Married to Haley Mills' sister, her older sister. Yeah, she's significantly He's older. Into the than older him. ladies, I yeah. love that. Yeah, and they've been together for mm-hmm. you know a million years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's kind of. He got the brunt of the fallout of this yes. movie not being successful. Because Michelle mm. immediately got Scarface. Right. Which is wild. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're both wonderful in this movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Michelle is really great. And I, it doesn't make me sad that apparently she's kind of ashamed of this movie and doesn't like to well, talk about it. Well, I feel it. like Aww. now she's kind of coming around to it. That I when you see so. her on yeah. talk shows. Because I love her. I'm oh, a huge yeah. fan. And I would, like, I would just – I would hope she could look at this now and go – Come on. Yeah. yeah. When I mean, you follow her on Instagram, she does post like cool writer gifts. So oh, I think that she's learning to embrace it and not yeah. take it so seriously. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. Um, because yeah, she is, she's super charming as this character, you know, so she's our, she's our analogy for Danny Zuko, right? She's right. like mm-hmm. the leader of the pink lady. She's the tough girl. Um, but I feel like all the similarities kind of stop there with mm. the like, analogy of it's just gender swap you can't quite do it with all of them yeah well i mean is adrian zamed rizzo kind of right he kind of is so yeah because they had an on again off again thing sure and you know so that makes lorna love kanicki that was what i said (laughs) yeah lorna left is kanicki i mean i get it i i I would actually 
kill to see Lorna Luft as Kanicki right? in Greece. But then <laughs> now the rest of the T-Birds in this movie are like so much. I mean, granted, uh, Jeff Conaway was gorgeous yes. in Greece, mm-hmm. but the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the T-Birds in this movie are cute. They're real cute. Yeah. They're real cute. Christopher They're McDonald, real, right? So cute. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Peter Frechette. Mm-hmm. They're very, who's, yes. Who's gay? Yes. Right. Yes. And then the other so, little yeah. one who kind of didn't really do much. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like in the sidecar of someone's yes, motorcycle. Yes, yes. And then at the end when they all get the freeze frame, as couples, he's by himself. Aww. Oh. So he's gay. That's the gay yeah, kid. Right? That's the, that is the story that's being told there. So there's two gay T-birds. Yeah. Love it. Because we have uh, Gina Davis's husband from, from uh, Thumb and Louise. Yep. Uh-huh. And then yeah, and Peter Christopher Frisch- McDonald, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. McDonald. And Peter Frischette, wasn't he also? Wasn't he in thirty um, something? Uh, maybe. I, I think so. I think he had like a. I big... feel like okay, yeah. I definitely watched him a lot as a kid. And I saw think him a lot he of had because I think he had this big like controversial gay kiss or gay sex scene or something in thirty oh, okay. something. There's no way of knowing. We'll never know. I know. <laughs> if <laughs> only possibly. we could look it up. <laughs> Maybe I had something to, to check this out. At, but any, yeah. at any rate, the the T birds are really hot, and Adrian Zemed as uh, Johnny. Oh my god! I mean, Adrian Zemed in this <laughs> fucking Scott body. cannot get over his body. Oh, Adrian Zemed is oh, the yeah. hottest Can thing hit ever. It. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think that we are discussing with Millie last week that like Adrian Zemed is like showing up for this movie. Yeah. Millie DiCirico, she said, Adrian Zemed in Grease 2 is showing out the yep. entire movie. One hundo. Yeah. And I believe that he came from the stage version of Grease. I think, I think yeah. you're right. Dan, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He's done a lot of, I know he's done a lot of stage work because I remember there was a big thing when he and mm-hmm. Pia Zadora... Yes, did who I love. Funny Girl, I oh, want to say. Oh, my God. I want to say the two of them did Funny Girl. <laughs> I mean, amazing. talk about, God, I wish I was there to yeah, see that. That's you know. like 80s like explosion. Completely. Mm-hmm. T- uh, Adrian's Ahmed, some of our older listeners may remember from TJ Hooker. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Was, like the young hotshot on mm-hmm. that. And uh, we briefly talked off mic about uh, Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Yes. Also Adrian Zemed okay. and mm-hmm. Tony Katane, R.I.P. Yes, yep. R.I.P. Yeah. Yes. We, Adrian Zemed, I mean, he is – his voice is like – you could tell he comes from the stage. But oh, he's yeah. got a great voice. He's doing yeah. good. He's singing oh, out. Absolutely. And I was reading that um, Andy Gibb I think was very close to getting this role. Oh. Really? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Although, I don't know how I feel about Maybe that. it would have been the Maxwell Caulfield part. I don't know. Right. Andy oh, Gibb was yeah, very that, close that to probably, getting... That probably would make more sense because yeah. Andy Gibb was a huge star in 82. So yeah. he probably would not have done the sidekick. And also, um, isn't Alexis Carrington supposed to be Sandy's cousin? Yes. Yes, which right? makes no sense because Sandy's from Australia. Right. But, <laughs> but in English the 80s, cousin. they were like, it's from somewhere it's, over it's, there. It's It'll the be same. the same. They've yes, got an yes. accent. That's right. Sandy <laughs> has family in the UK and right, in yeah. Australia. <laughs> he came from that. Well, they had prisoners in Australia. Yes. Or, I mean, how do you <laughs> – it's just sort of His family goes very far back. And you can't have cousins <laughs> in um, America from other countries. Oh, no. So they have to be from other places. Oh, yes, and it absolutely. was – um, uh, Alexis Carrington. That, I believe yeah. that he won the role over um, Sean Cassidy, Andy Gibb, and Rick Springfield. Oh. Wow. So they went yep. through all the teen idols. I mean, yeah. you just can't deny that 
So, uh, you didn't know. they kind of pluck Maxwell Caulfield from obscurity though? That's interesting yeah. that they that they kind of passed over big pop stars at the time mm-hmm. to go for this guy. But you're right, that face, that I face, mean, that face, shit. <laughs> and it, I mean, and had they put anybody in that part, it wouldn't have it wouldn't oh, change yeah. the movie at all. Absolutely it's unfair. To, I mean, it, I can't imagine being yeah plucked out of nowhere mm-hmm. and being told you're going to do a sequel to the biggest movie <laughs> yeah. at the time. And then it just, yeah, oh, that's got to just really sting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then also kind of to see your co-lead go off to have like, sure. have wild success flourishes. immediately after this yeah. movie. Right, right, Crazy. right, right. Um, so I kind of want to talk a little bit more about Michelle Pfeiffer's character. When we first see her, again, nobody looks very period. Their clothes, I guess. But Michelle Pfeiffer comes in as Stephanie... And she's wearing her pink lady's jacket, and mm-hmm. they're satin this time around. And underneath her pink lady's jacket, she's wearing a sweatshirt. And oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. wearing a sweatshirt. But then at the first day of school, there's the big, huge song and dance number. She's wearing a sweatshirt. Coolest girl in school. Wearing a sweatshirt and, like, pants or something. And then later on in class, she's wearing a pencil skirt, and she's pulling up her pant legs and hiding them oh. under the skirt. So it's like who was the script supervisor on this thing? But I don't know if it's kind of a thing where it's like she wants to wear pants because she's like she works at a gas station, right? Right, 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 right. Maybe right. she's coming from work at the end of a school day. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm watching this going. I don't understand Stephanie's like look. Her aesthetic was weird to me because she's not as girly as the other pink ladies. Mm-hmm. Definitely not as. As much as Lorna Luft, who right. was like, you know, with the nails. Drag queen and, girly. Yeah. I mean, just like hyper, yes. you know, over the top girly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But I mean, she's still a cool character and she's still like what Oh, I loved yeah. the character. I mean, I just I, – I, I so prefer Michael and Stephanie over Danny and Sandy <laughs> any day yeah. to me. Yeah. They were both so much more interesting because I also – I love like a tough girl who's yeah. just like in a loud mm-hmm. mouth. And I wouldn't – I mean, I thought – I mean, she's gorgeous – uh, yeah. and I mentioned earlier in the episode that I love Heinz ketchup and I, I her ketchup <laughs> obsession. I was like, oh, like yes. oh, it's okay to love ketchup as so much as wild. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. So who was writing that being like, here's a character quirk for her. Yeah. Let's have her eat a lot of ketchup. And complain Great. about no notes. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they did this fun thing in this movie where they put in some like '60s stars, yes, yes. teachers. Connie Stevens, come on, spoken in this movie. Oh my god, well, she's great in Back to School at the beginning. Yes. She's you know, she's really into it and her hairspray. And it's funny because I'm like, maybe we watch, maybe we follow like drag queens a little too closely because she gets made fun of for how big her hair is, and I'm like, her hair's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and isn't she the cosmetology teacher, right? Or no? Did I, I just think make that, that she up? does act, uh, acting appreciation or something. I acting appreciation she for says, high school. She says something like that to the T birds. Are you going to be in my acting oh, appreciation that's right. class? Yeah. Yes, I love. To what see a crazy! You. Not it's not an acting class. It's acting appreciation. Yep. You yeah. watch movies and say, "Isn't that wonderful?" I agree. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it. Well, you get an F if you didn't appreciate it. F for you fail. <laughs> so the other 50 star is one Mr. Tab Hunter. Oh, yes. Legend. Yeah. The greatest. <laughs> I love Tab Hunter so much. Talk about someone who has a great sense of humor and yeah. who, had, who was so 
aware and who was treated so horribly by this oh, yeah. town, this business. And especially at this time in the late 70s and early 80s, you didn't see Tab Hunter in a lot of shit. No, he had just done Polyester with yeah. Divine, yep. the John yeah. Waters mm-hmm. film. and and A lot of main studio and, movies, I mean. yeah, Right, yeah. exactly. Yep. And that was a huge – I mean that was a huge um, – I know it was a huge get for – John Waters and it was mm-hmm. New Line Cinema's first movie and yeah. it was a whole thing to be like we got Tab Hunter to be in a divine movie you know <laughs> and he's so great in that and just goes for it and then to come in and do this it's like you know but he yeah i mean he was he was supposed to be the it was between him and Rock Hudson and they just yeah. decided we're going to out Tab Hunter and let Rock Hudson be in the closet and have a career and you know and he just he yeah he ruined his career by by being who he was yeah. you know, yeah. by yeah. being out and who you know and and God, what a hero Tab Hunter is! And it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, so to do that and to be so funny in this in Greece too, it's just yep. like he was so, you know, went for this like really silly. Yeah, Mr. Stewart is that his name? I think so. And he looked great. Him and Connie Stevens, like in the yeah. scenes, oh, scenes together, yeah. both like look great. smoking. Yeah, yes, it's is it, it's supposed to be this thing like look who we dug up, but the two of them look amazing. Yes, and like the girls are making fun of the, mm-hmm. making fun of her, like oh, all three hundred pounds of your hair, and it's like she looks better than you with your like yeah. Dorothy Hamill, and she's three years older than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so calm down, calm exactly. down. <laughs> exactly. The Doublement twins. Yep. Oh yes, I forgot mm-hmm. that they were in there. Yes, that. I mean, my God. <laughs> Come on, that is pure yeah. Alan Carr cocaine talking. Yes. Be like, let's put the Doublement twins yeah, in. They're yes. hot this week, absolutely. And they fully have their like Cindy Williams, you yes. know, mm-hmm. haircut. The, the Dorothy, Dorothy Hamill, Hamill. <laughs> absolutely. <Hi. laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So uh, other other people that are not period whatsoever. Who else did we say that's just kind of wild that's in this? Um, well, there is the teacher that has the nervous breakdown that we just oh, heard the yes. clip of. Who is the teacher? Never gets paid back. Never gets called. No. I, I mean, I guess they, he, um, they, they only had two they, solid hours. They, 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 they bring him back for the luau because he walks yes, in the pool. He, he walks oh, yeah. in the pool then. But you're like, who is that guy? They also got Sid Caesar to come back for, oh, yes. for one line. The yeah, last okay. um, the last movie of Eve, of Eve Arden, too, it who was? we opened up the oh, show wow. with. Yep. I did not know that was her last film. Oh, wow. Okay. So Eve Arden, Didi Khan yeah. from the original. Oh. Khan, I mean, who, I'm sorry. I always get, I do that. I can get that confused, too. Dodie Goodman oh, is Dodie, what I'm yes. saying. And Didi Khan also in the right. film. So, yeah. Dodie Goodman, who as a very small child was my favorite character in these movies. and Frenchie. I'm sorry, Jody Goodman. Jody Goodman, I'm sorry. Oh okay. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. Oh goodness. But, Blanche, uh, yes, who he eats who smudges the papers mm-hmm. with a chocolate. She was my she was my favorite character as a kid. Yeah. Um but you mentioned that you think uh Lorna Luff's younger sister might be a ghost. I think Frenchie in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Is a that would yeah, is totally make sense. Because there's Michael. no reason why Frenchie comes back None for whatsoever. just for such a short amount of time. So I was reading today that um Didi Khan said it in, in an interview that the script was unfinished when she began filming and they still had this character in it. And the character eventually, as the production went on, was written out. She so I feel like up. she was supposed to be in more of the story. Yeah. And then they were just like, you know, we're not really going to use you in this movie. <laughs> and, and then but we're going to keep your and scenes then she in the ended up in yeah. the final cut of the movie. That is so wild. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the time when people, you know, they just, it doesn't fit in the story and they have to, yeah, and then they, they lift them out. edit them out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like um, Tracy Ullman in um, uh, Death Becomes Her, yes. right? Yeah. It's like yeah. t- there's a whole storyline with her and they, they just mm-hmm. cut it out. But it's like a weird thing where, there's like we're just gonna keep going. I mean, that is when you realize that just the wheels are off the bus. Like we're just yeah. gonna. Yeah. And I, but I still don't understand 
why of all the characters from Greece, they're like, let's bring back Frenchie. Like, did did she not enough have enough screen time because she was at beauty school? Maybe and- she's the only one that said yes. Possibly. Yeah. And I know that there was early talks with John and Olivia, and maybe they just couldn't meet their salaries. Like, it just didn't go anywhere. I read that they even just tried to get them in as a cameo at the very end. Just like, sure, we'll just bring them in, you know, for, you know, at the very end as they're driving away or whatever. They even didn't want to do that. And Frenchie is Jerry blanking it. She's going back to school <laughs> totally. to, get, to learn high school chemistry. <laughs> Now the most important thing in my life is skincare. So uh, tinting's out and uh, skincare's in. Right. That's why I'm back at Rydell to get my chemistry so I can mix my own cosmetics. Makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yep. Yeah. I like how um I love how he replies to her of oh that makes sense when she like <laughs> exposit like exposition dump of why she's there. Yeah. She's like, "Well, first I was in beauty school, then I got kicked out, and now I'm back because now, I want to make my own cosmetics, and now I'm back in school." <laughs> because there's no other school to go to than high school. Yeah, exactly. So you you have anything you want to learn, just go back to high school oh at any age. There's I mean, nothing she's, else. She's picking up where she left off. Oh boy. We we also notice, I mean, we're still kind of talking about this introduction scene, but we also notice during the big dance that there is a row of about 10 school buses blocking off the street. Because they probably couldn't afford to block off. Oh, yeah, which, which they, is a production trick of yes, when you want to yeah. hide something, you put a school bus in front of it. Yeah, there is that. A, that works. An, There's just a lot of people coming at the exact same time in back to school. School buses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the are this are the songs the best part of this movie? I was going to say. I love them. They're other than back to school. I th- mm-hmm. and, and maybe and Rockahula Luau. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's girlfriend. I'm thinking they're almost all about sex. I mean, like they they right. are really yep. just like this is the kind of sex I like to have. This Reproduction, is- <laughs> do it for our country. Yep, yep. Uh, and score, score tonight, tonight prowling. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. uh, you know, cool writers, very sexy, yeah. and all about like everyone's obsessed with it. You know, it's it's a, um, yeah, it's it's def- they're very horny. Yeah, in this, yeah. the school. These okay, so it starts off first day of school, and then all of a sudden. It kind of cuts, but you're not really sure if it's the same day, but they're wearing different outfits, and now we're in, like, in gym class, and this motorcycle gang from the first movie breaks into the school, apparently. Ten full-size motorcycles are and, now just um, riding down Leatherface. the track. Right. What's not his name? Right. Craterface. Crater Craterface. Right. Yep. Which is, like, rude. Yeah. <laughs> but and yeah. also he's back and he was like 46 in the first movie yes. so he's also there so now it just looks like a group of adult grown men bullying high schoolers yeah. <laughs> right but also the high school boys that they're bullying also look 35 so. it's true but yeah that scene on the on the field is is wild because so, just seeing all these motorcycle guys so um pete pointed out last night that have you ever noticed the slippage of the guy running track? <laughs> yes, someone just posted this on yep. Twitter the other day. I'm yeah. just the you know all the giblets falling out. <laughs> and the one guy running, yeah, he's doing the hurdles. Yep, and he's in those like old fashioned shorty shorts doing the hurdles and Pro- like did not wear his jock strap that day. All just <laughs> clops out, and you know they caught that, and they're like, let's just put the we'll keep this in the it. movie. I mean, it's PG. Yeah. It's on the streaming version of on Paramount Plus, so. Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's there. <laughs> yeah, thank it's, you, Alan Carr. Exactly. It's when the Doublemint twins go up to Michael to ask him to be in the the talent show. I think. 
Oh God, how horrible to upstage the Double Mint Twins with beautiful genitals. With I also balls. have questions about this talent show because I feel like the group of high schoolers from the first movie would, would never... not be doing this talent show. I feel like they need to be like punished to doing this talent show. Like they have needed to get in trouble. And you're going to do your time by auditioning for the talent show. Or, like, show. make up your bad grades or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But these are kids who love to sing and dance about what they love. This true. is true. So, you know, they are, you know, this is, you know, they didn't really have other outlets to really do that. Yeah. So, you know, in the world of a musical, what do you don't really know? Like, do they know they're singing? Or, yeah. or, do, do, yeah. or do we just know they're singing, you know? Yeah. Well, like, you know, when that biker gang comes in and tells... Uh, the T-Birds, like, they want to fight or whatever, and they're like, oh, no, we're not going to fight you tonight. We're going bowling. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is like... As you do. All right. I guess that's a way out, but you just told your rival gang where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So they can mm. ambush you, which <sighs> they do. Spoiler alert. Gosh. But it also Classic leads mistake. us. Yeah. But it also leads us to the amazing number at the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. Score tonight. I think it's one of my favorite numbers in the movie. Oh, I, I will randomly just play it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I am just jam the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So the not only is the song wild, the whole production number is wild. Because they're oh, just. Yes. Moon walking up and down this like these bowling lanes. <laughs> well, the f- movie was um, directed by the choreographer, whose name is I can't pull it up. Uh, but she's a cl- pa- uh, pa- Patricia Patricia Birch. Patricia Birch. Yes. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Her only movie. Uh, okay. Great. But yep. she didn't she choreograph yep. the first film? She did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So she, you, you can just tell this is very much about the, the dancing because yes. that score tonight is like a number. The it extras huge. that are doing that and then the. Spinning around on the, you know, and oh my god! And again, it was—it's very sexual. Yes, and you get the introduction of Lorna Luff's incredible throaty deep baritone. Yes, her yeah. singing in that. Hey, yeah. Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> I mean, just come on. Yeah, this was Bring the screen it. debut of Lorna Luff, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if she had done a movie before this. Wow. What's her character's name? Paulette. Paulette. It's interesting because Paulette's delivery. As a character, she's just like, I'm not going to mess up these nails. But then when she sings, oh, she's just like, yep. yes, yes. going for it. She loves it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Paulette is a full <laughs> drag queen. Yes. That's just, come on. Gold lame pants that she's like <sighs> snatched into. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. And then the... The dancing in the number is wild because, like you said, it's this huge choreographed number. All the extras are going crazy. Full-on nuns in full habits. Yep. yep. Swinging Love bowling that. balls around. Mm-hmm. That's also a sign of, like, of that era. They wanted to put nuns yes. in musicals because it's always like, what else, who else could be there? Nuns. Yeah. It's an instant joke. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. Somebody wacky. Right. Um, and like it – the dancers do this thing where, like, sometimes they'll, like, look right into the camera and sing. Not all of them do that, Not though. Not all of them yep. do it, you know. And this is where you first see that one of the featured dancers is um, Lucinda Dickey from uh, the Break-In movies. And she was also oh. – she's, like, the female lead in both Break-In movies. And she was also in um, – Ninja Three, the, the domination. Yeah, the domination. She, I exactly. remember that from childhood. Oh, wow, she's the wow. Wel- the the welding flash dancing uh, ninja. Uh, I remember that movie very that well movie. from childhood. Yes, that's yes. her. Wow, how yeah. crazy! She just kind of, and she's kind of not that recognizable, but we just it got pointed out to us uh, mm. recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, there she is. I see her now. Boom. Um, yeah. So that so score tonight is wild. The choreography is out of control, like we said, but then. 
Michelle Pfeiffer kind of only does this thing where she like is like hailing a cab with her thumb. Like she yeah. does zero dance. Well, I think I was looking up an interview that Michelle did, I think on James Corden, where she talked about the audition process and she just said, I have no idea how I got that role. It was a fluke because I can't dance. And I don't know, like I was just plucked from the audition. Yeah. That it was just like, it's going to be you. Her singing serviceable, but it's not like, mm-hmm. she's not a great singer by any means. I mean, it's no Olivia Newton-John. But it's also, Hello. You know, I mean, I think it's also, one of the, she, you know, she's undeniable. She's a yeah. star. Well, yeah. I, I saw her in person one time, Ooh. probably 20 years ago, you know, just on the street. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, oh my God, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever oh, seen in my yeah. life. <laughs> and then it hit me who it was. And that was, uh, you know, you know. Late nineties, two thousands, and I'm yeah. like, but she's she, and she's still to this day is, is that you know, but yeah. So I get like her walking into a room and everybody being like, oh, I think it has to be her. Yeah, we'll we'll shoot around her dancing or yeah, whatever. we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. and in and and in score tonight, she's just kind of like shaking her thumbs. That's <laughs> like yep. the extent of her dancing. But I love that all these kids. Uh, these are again high school students. They all like have their own bowling balls. Oh, right. Yeah, as you do. Walking out mm-hmm. with bags, sure, like sure. bowling balls all, and bags. All the pink ladies have their own bowling ball bag. Yeah. Ugh. They're, you know, they just love bowling. Let's bring that back <laughs> as we get out of the, back into the world. Let's all get our own bowling balls. How fun is well, that? Well, you know, the thing about bowling in Southern California. We need California, for sanitary reasons. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We need, to, like, bowling gloves or something. But um, bowling in Southern California is crazy expensive. Why is it yeah, like, where so I'm, expensive to bowl? Where I'm now? from in Montana, bowling is kind of the blue collar. Sure. Sport. Yeah. Not here. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I haven't gone bowling in quite a minute. Oh, yeah. It can can get pricey now. Because the other thing they're doing is that they're making bowling alleys like like wild. Like there's screens everywhere and there's like touch a button and there's food and the and the like the food is like crazy. Like they do the cocktails with like a whole hamburger like sticking out of a toothpick. Oh, oh, great. You know, they Uh make it like this Uh elevated experience. Right. So, yeah, you know, no, it's like on. 40 and bucks. And it takes the fun away from it. I'm like, I'll exactly. go out to dinner. I'll go to a nice dinner where there's not loud clanging <laughs> and yeah. just like the smell of like shit leather oh, everywhere. Yeah. I, I love like an old, dirty old bull, bowling yeah, alley. Same. <laughs> so I think it's an interesting character note with Stephanie that she's not jealous of Paulette. When Paulette does pursue um, Johnny. Johnny. Sure. That it's more just Stephanie's still just pissed at Johnny and she doesn't really care if her friend dates him. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that's a very like feminist that. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I, I always hate that when the woman hates the other woman. I'm like, right. go after the man. The man's being the dick in the situation, not not yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good and point. I think Stephanie more than anything is just like we're over like we broke up right her whole thing is like this mm-hmm. this is not a thing anymore like mm-hmm. date whoever you want to date mm-hmm. right but it is kind of shitty that anytime you know johnny would see michael or whatever he gets like super possessive about stephanie but it's like but are you like banging paulette like actively <sighs> right now uh, right <laughs> no poor paulette yeah poor paulette she is a doormat well <laughs> i don't know but um so there's this, you know, there's this whole thing that Frenchie introduces that she, you know, her ex- expository dump at the beginning that like pink ladies can only date T-Bird. Which I don't think that was introduced in the first movie. No. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be real limited in your mm-hmm. yeah, scope. Yeah, because there's only like four pink ladies. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, they never made it a thing that Sandy had to become a pink lady to date Danny. 
Right. They didn't really care. But now it's like these are the rules. We cannot break them. Yep. And yeah, but Sandy did like change her whole identity she, because yes. of all the new, the, all the postmodern, uh, you know, yes. dissertations on Greece. One <laughs> that are like, you know, it's an anti-woman movie. Yeah. She had to change her entire identity just to be with the guy. You know. But, um, so hey, maybe things happened in those two years. The rules just really got really true. strict. True. Who knows? Yeah. But hey, Danny did go out for all those sports it's trying true. to yeah. trying to impress Sandy. So mm-hmm. you know, that's right. That's true. Hey, it worked for everybody. But um, so. Michael kind of has to figure out this whole like situation where he needs to become a T-bird. He has to. Uh, well, I think it's also Michael has to assimilate into being an American teenager right. from being like English. Right. Right. Because when he's walking up, like he's reading like his teenage like social guide. Oh, yes. Of, yes. Of, yes how of, inter- of how to interact. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> it's. <laughs> Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so different that there's no, that he was he, wildly popular in the UK, but he gets over <laughs> here and has no idea how to be a person. Yeah, no, not at all. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, eventually, he starts writing. He starts doing their homework. Yeah, right mm-hmm. the, for the T birds mm-hmm. and taking their money. And I mean, I guess he's doing homework for the entire school because he's saving all this cash to buy a motorcycle. Right. Because mm-hmm. and he learns that after the cool rider song. Oh right, which is a cool great writer. It's a yeah. great showcase of Michelle. Yeah, because they ki- they have this moment where they kiss at the bowling alley. Because mm-hmm. she's like, "I'm so over you. I'm going to kiss the first guy that I see." Right, and it just and happens then- to be Michael. Mm. So when he calls her on it, and he's like, "Hey, we kiss. Like, let's you know keep kissing or whatever." She's like, "Oh no, I could never date you. I got to date a cool red. I could never date you with that beautiful face." I know. I mean, you're, come on. You're so yeah. hideous. Right. <laughs> because you're not a T-bird. <laughs> um, the Cool Rider song, the whole number is amazing. I oh, feel it's... like it could have been a single on the radio. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, her on that there? ladder. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hot pants. It's all <laughs> so, so good. But we yeah. we did notice, though, that at the end of the song, is she like... It's my favorite part of the movie. She leaves him... And the song is kind of fading down, and she's, like, dancing away. But Stephanie's still in her own universe, and you just see everybody going out. She's, like, everybody just going about their, their business. Day. Yeah. She's still in music video mode, kind of, like, hopping and bopping away. Right. I remember down that. Down into yeah. the deep distance. But there are, like, students just, like, reading books and, like, walking by her <laughs> as if... They don't see her doing this crazy wild person dance. But I mean, God, who didn't do that in high school? Like, and you're just daydreaming <laughs> that you were in a musical. Yeah, and there true. were many days I'd walk up the steps of my high school in North Carolina. I'd be like, what if we all just started singing and dancing? How cool would that be? You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so, right. So Alexis Carrington starts doing all their homework to, to save money mm-hmm. to buy this motorcycle. Mm. Um, what is the next dance number after? Is it Prowlin'? It must be Prowlin'. I think it is. I've got Cool Rider. Uh, reproduction. reproduction. Oh, Reproduction. Okay, so we're back Ooh, at school. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. With Tab Hunter. And uh, yeah, and it's just we're literally learning Reproduction. <laughs> reproduction is wild because this classroom has about 50 students in it. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On top of each other in this classroom. Filled to the brim with kids. But has there <laughs> ever been a song with the word stamen in it? I mean, <laughs> oh, probably not. I mean, that's like, make my stamen go berserk. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, it's it's creative trash. Like, who, yeah, who yeah. somebody was, you know, just really thinking like, oh, you know, 
pollen in a flower and, yep. and you know, inseminating a flower. Oh, it's, it's the stamen. That's correct. <laughs> but um, wow. Biologically correct. Yes. The, the thing about this movie is that there's a lot of songs and they're long and they have a lot of lyrics. So, yeah, there's a lot of weird like wordplay mm-hmm. in them. And um, I don't know. I feel like reproduction is one where I'm just like I always kind of forget about it. And then it starts, and, and I'm like, yeah, oh, isn't that, now, okay, again, I'm not it. looking at any Google tonight. The, the, <laughs> the actor, isn't the actor Tom Villard in the, as well? You know I'm talking about? He he was gay and he died of AIDS and he was uh, in all the high school movies. I think he's the one that goes, oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh. Oh I think God. that's Tom Villard who was in high school USA. I yeah. was a huge fan of his. That kind of sounds right. I, I because um, I was looking I up somebody that cut was it in out if I'm totally high wrong. School but USA. he was like one of my favorites. Yeah, Villard is that it? Tom Villard. We'll look up. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, boy greaser. That's him. <laughs> that is him. Okay. Yep. Boy greaser. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, there's a lot. The cast is huge in this movie. There's a lot of extras. There's a lot of mm-hmm. background people. I mean, they just got everybody in yeah. there. Reproduction is wild. And then after that, it goes into... Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Because uh, he gets the motorcycle. He learns it in a matter of... Oh, that's where the lyrics... Scene. Who? Uh, wh- who's that guy on that motorcycle? Mm-hmm. What that? That's where what I, I was wrong. That's not in Cool Rider. Of course, that's in oh, Who's okay. That Guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love the montage when he's learning to ride the motorcycle. And Frenchie is like giving him lessons yeah. or something like in the park. And that's another thing where I'm like, she's fully a ghost because she's like, like behind, <laughs> a tree, like behind a tree. She just, yeah. she just like, appears and, <laughs> and talks to Michael. Yeah. yeah. It's so wild. So yeah. The, the other thing is that he finally learns to ride the motorcycle. He gets so good at it that he like, you know, runs afoul of the other gang and the whole time he's wearing these huge giant, like motorcycle, goggles so no one can recognize him right yeah right of course <laughs> that's yeah it's the it's the clark kent clark superman, kent superman thing. it's just like you yep. put glasses on i have no yeah. idea who this is couldn't possibly be but they're so big you, you know? can see his eyes clearly through them yeah like even through a television we're like oh well that's it, it. works in the <laughs> universe of this movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so who's that guy is the next is the next number because yeah that's after he kind of jumps a cop car yeah, on his motors. <laughs> sure, why not? After well, Frenchie gave him superpowers. Yes, clearly, that's true. That's true. She Stephanie is immediately all about him. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't be? Though? Yeah, uh, at that point, we all are. <laughs> who wouldn't be? When uh, we get that scene at the gas station, where it just kind of shows Stephanie on the job, and she's got like all these angry customers. I love her after school job at the gas station. <laughs> I think that's so fucking cool I mean, that right. she works at a gas station. That's just yeah. how. Like legit, this chick is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, but he pulls up. Yeah, she's so busy that she doesn't even notice it. And he like puts gas in his, you know, in the motorcycle. And he's like, "How much did I owe you?" And she's like, oh, fifty cents." And like he looks, she looks over and sees that it's him. And she's like, "All right, fuck this. Everybody's yelling at me, screaming. I don't need this. You guys can get your own maps." Jumps on the back of his motorcycle and they ride off. Into Those the scenes with Michelle on the back of the motorcycle are wild because that is Michelle. On the motorcycle. She climbs from the mm-hmm. back of the motorcycle to the front and, like, straddles him facing him. Yeah. And it doesn't look like they're on, like, a rig. It looks like it's just a motorcycle riding down a road. And it's, like... Crazy. I think that's I think her. that's her. 
Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't believe, I mean, sure, maybe. <laughs> Why? Why would they Why do would that? They do that. Cause there are other scenes of like the T-Birds on their motorcycles and they're clearly on like a flatbed truck because mm-hmm. they're right next oh, to each other yes, at the yes, same yes. speed like the entire time i'm like okay this is so obviously fake why yeah, is that according fake? to maxwell caulfield stunt double gary davis michelle pfeiffer performed her own stunts mm-hmm. in that scene that That's she sat crazy. behind me and i lifted her around and she straddled me and we wheelied away <laughs> crazy wow wow you could never do that now oh no way why would you? Yeah. So this whole time she is on the back of this motorcycle. They ride off into the sunset. They have like – they share like a kiss like as the sun's going down. He takes her back to the gas station and she still doesn't know it's Michael. Yeah. Right? Right. Because that's when like the T-Birds pull up. They've got all the pink ladies Which is on the back. so infinitely more creepy than if she did know. It's oh, like sure. you're yeah. just going off on some random guy. Yeah. What if it's yeah. Pizza Face? Exactly. What if it's Pam Avon? You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If it was Pizza Face, we'd have like a Romeo and Juliet situation. It could be Mm. a whole other movie. But Mm. um, yeah. So, all right. So what do we have after uh, song-wise, Scott, after Who's That Guy? Uh, Then it's probably Do It For Our Country. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm so out of – okay, yes. Do It For Our Country is classic. That's the one I remember because Grease 2 came on Every day and on, in on HBO, <laughs> sure. In '83, yeah. I guess a year. I mean, I, and I and I think even beyond that because I remember like years of my childhood, and that's the yeah. one I remember the most. And I don't, as a kid, remember that song being about sex at all. I have no oh, idea no. what yeah. I thought that song was, mm-hmm. but um, I just remember finding it really fun. And and Peter Frischette and Maureen Teefy really go for it in this. Yes. They're, they're yeah. both really really fun in this. I remember the first time I watched this movie, I was working at the video store and we just picked this movie to watch as we were working. And I remember when this song came on, I just stopped what I was doing and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Like it was this song that I'm just like, Oh my God, this movie is too much. And and where are they? They're in some sort of, it looks like they're in a bunker, but are they in the gym? Like the locker room? No, because early on when, um, that T-Bird, who's the T-Bird that, uh, that sings this song? Lewis? Yeah, Lewis. When he is getting uh, a term paper from Alexis Carrington. From he's, Michael. He's yep. from Michael. He, Michael's typing it up in the bunker. And he's just like, what is this? And he's like, oh, my uncle like has this fallout shelter for like nuclear war or whatever. Oh, so it really is a bunker. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. so it actually is a, a fallout shelter. At, but first, at first we thought he was living in the bunker. Yeah, so I was like, is this Michael's? bedroom like he just lives here because he was like oh it's my uncle i think the idea was that he was trying to write these papers under the cover of night and he had to steal away to the bunker to write them at any rate the t-bird's broken yeah because <laughs> they want to get laid <laughs> yeah and again you're you have a cousin like what is your story yeah you, your cousin from australia you're back from england but you have a bunker yeah. at right <laughs> Yeah. Like okay, yeah. so Lewis, who is trying to trying to get some from uh, from Maureen Teefy, Sharon, Sharon, that's her name. Yeah, I think he's super cute. I think he's super oh, cute. absolutely, he's, he's adorable. Sure. Yeah, love him. I feel like you. They work well with each other too. They do. But when you mentioned earlier as a kid, you didn't know the song was about sex. I don't think Maureen Teefy 
knew. Well, I don't think Sharon knew that the song was about sex either. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. She's just like, okay, I'll be a nurse and you're going right. to go and, yes, and yes, like, yes. go to Korea yes. <laughs> or something. You're going to go to Russia because it's the Cold War? <laughs> yeah, I know. What, yep. It was 61. So, yeah, it would have yeah. been, so yeah, been Khrushchev. It would have been yeah, 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 the right. Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And yeah. the whole kind of hook of the song is that we're going to be the last people on Earth well, and we have to do it for our country. Yes. They trick her into thinking yep. that the bombs are going off because they stole the siren. Yes, that's yes. Yeah, yes, yes. they stole the 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 you know the bomb siren and from, like from Eve Arden. Yep. Yeah, and so but she doesn't even get that. She's just like, what? What are you talking about? He's just like the sirens. The bombs are dropping. And she's like, what? <laughs> and and in what world would you get like horny from hearing that? Like, yeah. well, let's do this yeah. now. Yeah. Like, um, you uh, that's, that's your instinct. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I love that the other T-Birds, though, are so into it, though. They're like, yeah, we are going to get you laid. Yeah. Dude. They're friends. Like, when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're a teenager, it's like, yeah. We'll trick a woman. <laughs> we'll completely make her terrified for her life just for you, friend. Yeah. yeah. That's what good friends do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're a teenage boy, I guess your friends getting laid is just as good as you getting it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. It was right? too long so ago. So long ago. From, yeah. Um, Next we have um, – not sure. Next we have Prowlin. Thank you. Yeah. I've been wanting – I've been waiting for Prowlin is wild. Where is is Prowlin sung out again? In front of – it looks like they're at a drive-in movie theater or they're they're in the – screen. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right? They're like outside and there's like the the fence. But then that – I just – in my memory, they're against a a white screen. Yeah. It turns into a weird like – And this is going to be their talent, right? situation. Yeah, I think they do tease that. Because that I is think it's be weird that doing. you don't see the end result of their talent. They just cut to them and they're done. At the talent show? At the talent show. Yeah, the talent, I mean... Because we don't need to see the number twice, I guess. Right. And maybe it was too much music at the end of the... <laughs> and they just needed it earlier in the movie. I mean, the ending of the movie is like four songs in a row. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and the craziest production numbers. Oh, we're we're getting into the last <laughs> act of this movie. And the last 25 minutes of this movie, when just they songs. get for Girl of All, All Seasons, this movie is just an overdrive. Oh, boy. That they just have to pack it in. Well, they made the mistake of being like, let's do a song called Girl for All Seasons, and we'll make 12... Because we have 12 months in this year that we have to cover in a song. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, so who – let's see. So they all – I mean, again, like, is Paulette winter? But Stephanie's – Paulette is June. (laughs) Okay. Oh, she's summer. I know. I remember Stephanie's a Christmas tree. She's She's the end. Christmas tree, yeah. So I guess it's the very end. But, like, the, they, they definitely go through, and all the girls, I mean, it's like, I feel like, and, and Maureen Teefee's got leaves. She's yes, fall, she's right? Fall. <laughs> Their costumes are insane, like, for this play. I mean, it's kind of like the fashion show in The Women. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that we're yes. going to stop this movie dead in its tracks and have a teenage fashion show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're and just right. They, these high school girls made these things, these yeah. really elaborate costumes. But it also kind of looks like they're made out of tinsel, right? Like mm-hmm. in Christmas ornaments. It's it's very you're right. It is it's the it's the women in drag race. <laughs> you know, it's so, very gay. Yes. Just like oh. this is definitely my high school dream to see g- girls down the you know, like wait wait what's going on? And Stephanie is doing this number thinking that Michael is dead. Because they sort of had the big oh, showdown yes. with right. Michael it that looked, looked like, like it was shot in like the Long Beach Pier, and yes. he like drove off. The yep. cliff. he drove off the cliff, yeah. and he's gone. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, so she's, but she has to, the show must go on. Yes. Exactly. So then in the middle of, of Girl for a Season, then she sings Turn Back the Hand of Time, or what's that song called? That's Turn it's Back. Love Will. Turn, it's called Love Will. Love will turn, turn Back, back the Hand of Time. time. Yeah. <laughs> Love Will. Parenthetical. Turn Back the Hand of Time. And I take it that Stephanie just made up this song on the spot, and this is just her big showcase of the night that no one saw coming. Right. Right? And, it's, and it really does not, you know, musically jive with no. Girl for All Seasons at all. But then, she, then she has a. Where's the star coming from that she throws off of her? Oh yeah, she throws something off her head, or, or she's holding it and she throws it, and, and it. Dan- I mean, is it part of her costume? Is yeah, this is this so. the portion that just turns into like a wild like eighties new yes. wave video? Yes. I mean, it's yeah. it's when it goes full Xanadu, it, it yeah. completely. <laughs> and you know, and he does visit her right, and there's lots of like mm-hmm. sheets and Michael's in his cute little leather motorcycle outfit. That teeny little frame of Michael. <laughs> mm, I almost yeah. called him Michael Shuffling, and that is that is Someone wrong. Else. That is wrong, Michael. Wrong movie. It's the, that's the Michael from Sixteen Candles. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Maxwell Caulfield. You're, yeah. you're thinking of. Yeah, no, he looks he looks great in that in that costume. That because his uh, the jacket's kind of open. He's got no shirt underneath. In yeah. her in her dream sequence. As in all of our dream yeah, sequences, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But this this last scene, yeah, like you said, it goes it goes full Xanadu. The lighting change, like it's crazy, and I kind of felt found myself kind of like thinking about other things. I was just like, what is going on right now? What movie are we watching? Please don't cry. Oh, it all seems so unfair. Just when I found you, I lost you. That doesn't matter now. The only thing that matters is that I love you. And you're the only one who can keep our love alive. So, Stephanie, don't forget me. I promise. But, um, yeah, it's like we went straight from Girl for All Seasons into this. And... Then we get kind of like a short reprise of Prowlin. Yeah. Right. Right after that. Mm-hmm. And then they they win the talent show, right? Yeah, the, T, the T-Birds win, right? Because that's when she calls them the T-Bones. And they're winning a collection of... 100, al- 100 records. 100 records. Yes. Interesting. But mm-hmm. they split it, uh, Johnny and Stephanie <laughs> okay. each... I mean, can you imagine story-wise? You're like getting, you know, you're like, oh, the movie's running two hours. Let's definitely explain how they're going to split up their record collection because the audiences demand to know. Oh, it was, yeah. Meanwhile, Frenchie and Pam Adlon have just gone away and, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but. They got shipped off to other schools. Right. (laughs) But you hear some ADR from Frenchie of when Michelle is freezing during her number that you hear you hear oh, Dee, Dee yeah, in yeah, a little yeah. bit of is that a ADR. is that a throwback to beauty school dropout cuz like it's very similar with oh, Frankie yeah. Avalon of yeah. her number yeah so this maybe song that reminds a me a lot of a beautiful of beauty school dropout beauty school dropout yeah. yeah i mean and then from there we go straight into the Rockahula luau which i feel like is 20 minutes long oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> And Doublement Twins are definitely in that. I remember heavily them in that. featured. Yes. Yeah, they're yes. heavily featured. I mean, yeah. this is like Return of the King of like, nope, <laughs> that's not the ending. Uh, and not. there's one more long scene. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I mean, not that, not that this 
the rest of the movie is is historically accurate, but they're wearing these like plastic like grass skirts, and I feel like that kind of like like it would have been a paper. It would have been more of a paper. It probably, yeah, it would have been raffia. Paper. Or, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess what's true is that the early '60s they did have a real Hawaiian Polynesian, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, tiki tiki love. Yeah. You know, that was that was very popular then. That's true, and I yeah. guess kind of brought into fashion in the late '70s with Elvis. Right. Too, when he yeah. did Aloha from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and Alan Carr was always in Moo so it was also his <laughs> aesthetic as well. He so. loved a good caftan. <laughs> he loved yeah. it. Did you, yeah. watch the, did you watch that documentary? I'm in the documentary. Oh, that's right. I, you actually, are in the documentary. I, am, I love that I'm like, did you watch the Alan I, Carr documentary? Yeah, of course the, you are. I'm the voice of Alan Carr in oh, the documentary. Which all I did was just, I did like effort. So it was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like I, did, I didn't, I don't have, I didn't have any lines sure. in that. But uh Jeffrey Schwartz asked me to do that. I was very honored. Great interviews like, with Lauren in that documentary. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's a great documentary. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check it out, everybody. Never, <laughs> yeah, and definitely. He, and, he, and they say that he never forgave Olivia Newton-John for saying no yep. to Can't Stop the Music. Yep. Uh, I know. But she couldn't have done that in Xanadu in the same year. No. I mean, you know, that's one of those, like, she was fucked either way, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, those- I am also someone who I could also come on here and talk about either of those movies with the same love for Grease too, because I do love both of those movies. She got those too, great but... songs off the Xanadu soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack is perfection. Her voice. ELO and yeah. And that's Olivia. the thing that I think Grease 2 is kind of missing, is that it doesn't have that Olivia voice. That mm, just yeah, yeah. pure magic in Olivia Newton-John's vocals that none mm. of these actors have. Yeah. Because even even the songs that like, even hopelessly devoted to you, like mm-hmm. songs from Greece One have gone on to have their own kind of like life yeah. of their yeah. own outside of being part of the soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's I know I I agree, and at the same time I will listen to Greece Two any day over Greece. <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't know yeah. why I love it. I I wait. I know it's there's a it's this new sort of back and forth of which one's better, mm-hmm. but you know it's like I don't know. I mean. I could, I mean, I see Greece as being a superior film, right, right. But um, I don't know. I love Greece Lightning, and I love uh, Look at Me, I'm Sandra D. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's the thing too. Like, we just have this love for Olivia Newton-John and and, yeah. and the songs of Xanadu. Yeah, I like her Olivia so Newton-John good. in Xanadu yeah. more. Her music more yeah. than in Gre- I mean, because I too. love magic and you know, all that. Uh, yeah. Oof. So good. Xanadu was a very early episode of our show that we did. It was. We did that in like the first 10 episodes Mm -hmm. with Darren. Yes, indeed. Um, And isn't there an ELO version of the song Xanadu Xanadu with with his vocals on it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Which is actually kind of really good. And have you all seen the the stage show? No. One of the the best – Musical parodies I've ever seen, or just I thoroughly enjoyed. That was what was a fantastic show. Our oh, guest Darren for that episode had seen that show. I yeah. think with with Cheyenne. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. not get to see Cheyenne, but he was doing uh, Damn Yankees at the time. This is how much I know. But I did see Carrie <laughs> Butler and um, you know Mary Testa and Jackie Hoffman, and it was wow. just it was yeah. Jackie Hoffman, we love. Yeah, the greatest. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, good. That's awesome. So okay, so Rockahula Luau. It's been half an hour. The song is coming to an end, and it goes into and they've somehow erected like a pool in the middle of the <laughs> right of the, of, then, of the football right. field. Well, they have to have something for him to drive the motorcycle into. Yeah, if not, why wouldn't it be a swimming pool? 
<laughs> and it's one of those things that they're now doing this ritual where they bring the king and the queen of the hula into the middle of the pool. I don't know. It's yeah. just like just like some of the boat. setups for the scene are crazy. Yeah. And okay, so the final song is called We'll Be Together. And as I'm like, you know, following along in the movie and I have like my Wikipedia page open and I'm looking at the songs and everything, I'm thinking, oh, okay, we'll be together. It's going to be a reprise of the closing song from Greece, which is "We Go Together." We go together. Right. That's what I'm thinking. In my Missed head. opportunity. Yeah, yep. but yep. it's n- it's not. It's a slow. It's like a ballad. Yes, and then the movie just well, it cuts to graduation. Yes, and yeah. then the freeze frame where they throw their the caps the in the caps, air. Yeah, yeah. obsessed with the bizarre passage of time in this movie. Yeah, that I is, mean, I mean, it just feels like a week has gone by at <laughs> at, at Rylale right. High. Yep. Right. Yeah, but it's it's been an entire school year, mm-hmm. and now, and it's that thing of like, I don't think they actually do say it in this movie. They say it in the first one of that like, we're graduating tomorrow. We're never gonna we're see never each gonna other see each other again. <laughs> <laughs> so see you later, guys. But um, yeah, then we get the cool like freeze frames of all the couples. From like mm, the T birds mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. and the pink ladies, and there's the one T bird that does not get does not get a girl with him. It is Davy mm. Davy Jaworski, played by Leif Green, who we decided is the gay one. This is Leif Green. <laughs> Leif Green. I want, I was, so not Leif Garrett, but not, Leif yeah, right. I'm sure that Leif Garrett was <laughs> he some was, he was what, little probably one. read for something. In this I can't movie. believe that when you mentioned that list earlier of all the I'm sure that Leif throbs, Garrett, I'm like, uh, Leif Garrett go in for this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Leif Garrett's hot enough. I think. I mean, I'm, after you, you cast Maxwell Caulfield, it's like who are you going to go to? Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. So we finally get our ending. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like yeah, the the Rockahula was a little long, but yeah, there are some really there are some really fun songs in this, and and I can just sit back and watch Score Tonight or a Cool Rider. Any day. Yeah. Any time of the week. Cue that up on YouTube. Yeah. 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 I think it's interesting of the divide of people that are very vocal about this movie or the first one. Mm. That you're just sort of in two camps. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also like, uh, do you, I mean, I just, I love... I love camp to speak mm-hmm. of the two camps and I love, and I feel like I enjoy, and I think for me, it goes back to, I mean, Greece. I remember my mom always said when I was a baby that she would like play the, the record of Greece and we mm-hmm. would always dance around. So I'm very, I mean, we, I grew up in a house that watched both movies a lot, Okay, but still, I feel like I was just a little bit older and I was just like, you know, the age that I felt like Greece two was kind of mine and maybe yeah. Greece was my mom's or, and my mom and my dad's. Yeah. And so, um, and then there's something about it that I think Grease Two is is funnier, and um, and and just more bizarre. But I mean, like I think it's like if you like, you know, a well made piece versus a a <laughs> crazy trash tour piece. What right. which do you prefer? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I was going to ask which one you saw first because I feel like sometimes maybe if people saw Grease Two. I'm first, sure I I sure I saw Grease first. Yeah, it sounds like you might have just. I'm I've sure my mom was the... always my mom would always put it on. I don't remember my dad liking Grease, but my mom was obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Both movies sort of inhabit their own universe, and Grease Two is just a little crazier. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, yeah. 
by a lot. And then, you know, I think it's just about like, you know, they're just, and they're just the movie musicals that are a lot more earnest. that are just like great musicals. And then they're the ones that are just like, Oh, this, like I said, the wheels are falling off the bus and you're like, (laughs) I kind of like those. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, but I don't dislike Greece. I know, man, I, I I can't, you know, but, um, you know, it is interesting though, that right now I feel like, I don't know why I just feel like I'm hearing so much more about Greece too than ever. I feel like yeah. more people are. I know about there's uh, there's a debate about that. You know, yeah. I, I know it's it's weird how these you know they they make comebacks. Yeah, for so I mean it's been around and I always have a memory of it. I've seen it. You know, mm-hmm. first time I saw it, I was a small kid. But I think that like Grease One has just been this juggernaut of like karaoke and Halloween and like you know just John Travolta and Olivia Newton John that it's all it's just overshadowed it for so long mm-hmm. and for some reason now people are just like you know what Grease Two is actually kind of fun mm. yeah so yeah. and like I mentioned before that um, Michelle has sort of come around to her relationship with this movie mm. or at least from what I've observed sure that she will acknowledge it and just say like people do come up to me and say how much they love Grease Two and it's a crazy movie and I can have fun with it yeah. Maybe she's just too gracious to roll to roll her eyes when people. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, she's become a tremendous yeah. um, film star, and so yeah. it's like she has got, a giant body of work in between it's, it. You know, and it's always got to be hard when people want to come up and tell you that. But it, you know, <laughs> that's all. Like you know, you can't really control that. Even when you become a huge movie star, yeah. they, when somebody's going to tell you, "I love you," in this, it's just like that's their thing. They love you yeah. from you know, yeah. so. And, you know, when when did she get on Instagram? She got on Instagram probably about three years ago or so. Yeah, because she's been so, like, she's notoriously And she's very active, too. And she comments on other people's stuff, too. Well, that's what I was going to say. She's she's always been so private through the years. She hardly ever does. She doesn't do, like, late-night talk shows. And when she does, it's a huge deal. And for her to go on to Instagram... And actually run it. And it's one of those accounts where you can tell that it's actually her. Right. Because of the comments and the posts sure. and things. Sure. And it's just so – it's kind of cool. You're like, wow, that's kind of great to see this, you know, to see her being as accessible. Because she is so like – She was one of the last great movie stars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she – because she's such a big movie star and she's so like – I think just – this thing about like her beauty, you know, like you said, seeing her on the street, you're just like, oh my god, that woman is so beautiful that she just seems inaccessible. So mm-hmm. to 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 be able to have that kind of access is is kind of really cool. Yeah, this is the fourth appearance of her on our podcast. Really, really, yeah. we love Michelle Pfeiffer. We did the Witches of Eastwick, uh, of course, too. <laughs> Batman Returns, oh, and what lies, beneath. what lies Beneath. Oh yeah. wow, great. Yeah. Well, she she. Absolutely should have gotten an Oscar nomination for Batman Returns. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that and, – and, and that's another thing that's come out now and a lot of people are saying mm-hmm. Batman Returns is better than Batman. I I love both of those. Those are, to me, the best ba- – and I – the best Batman yeah. films and I – those two. And I think she gives – I mean, she's heartbreaking in that movie and mm-hmm. a badass. So I mean, she does, she does it all and it's – there's no – there'd be no question in my mind now with our giving, you know, Oscars to – two jokers now yeah you know that that like absolutely it would have been Mm -hmm. uh, the situation had it come out now that she would have gotten that because you know yeah and it's wild that witches of eastwick was only like five years after this movie that is wild that That doesn't feel like that seems so so much more right 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 movie (laughs) yes yeah wow and uh another great great movie that you know is 
people don't talk about that as much yeah. anymore. But you know, her working relationship with uh, Jonathan Demi with Married to the Mob, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. almost Clary Starling. She said no because she just thought it was too dark. Wow. Yep. Right. That's right. That's I did insane. remember mm-hmm. that. Insane. Yeah. What a whole different movie. Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy when you are a kid and you see you know these movies and the length of time in between movies to you as a child. You're just like, wow, it just seems like so much shit went down, you know, in her career. It's like she just got started in Greece too, and these movies were, you know, so far apart. But then as an adult, you're like, actually, that was like four years. Mm-hmm. Like, right. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Our, our, our concept of the passage of time when we're little is so, is so different. Oh, because four years like, is a lifetime. It's half your life. <laughs> Even in high school, <laughs> you're like, kid. oh my God, ninth grade to 12th grade. Yeah. You know, it's much different than now when, you know. You're just like four years ago. That was yeah, yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Right, <laughs> but um, yeah, Michelle is is forever iconic, and we like what lies beneath was kind of a stretch for us as far as the concept of this. We show. We just did but, it because we, we love Michelle. It <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer and, and Diana Scarwood on screen, like together Oof. on a Ouija board, together like, at long last the, on a Ouija literally board. Literally, just like. <laughs> Oh, I cannot with Diana Scarwood. <laughs> she makes me furious. Like, she has been in so many incredible movies, including that, mm-hmm. and including, um, uh, you know, Silkwood and obviously yeah. Mommy Dearest, and so many. Psycho Three, which is one of my favorites. Oh, you know, she's she's the runaway nun in in Psycho Three. Yes, that's right. Yes, yep. the nun hits the bell, and then she's you know off in love with Norman, and she's in Extremities. Mm-hmm. And I find her just like antimatter. She makes me crazy. I get so upset <laughs> watching her. Dead delivery that she does everything oh, no. like this. <laughs> Not I can't. I can't. Oh no. My God though, I would kill for who wouldn't kill for that 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 resume? Yeah. yeah. The opportunities that woman's been I'm given. Telling Wake you. up, Diana. I'm telling you. And you know the interesting thing about her is that yeah, her resume, those are some big movies. It's impressive. But I feel like like you're Average man on the street may not be super aware of no, Diana no, no, Scarwood. No, 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 but I mean, yeah. like for an actor to look at a, you know, yes. But the, you know, and obviously Faye Dunaway is insane, and she <laughs> and all the flack that she got for Mommy Dearest. But I'm like, mm-hmm. watch Mommy Dearest again. Can we can we move some criticism? Because yeah. at least Faye Dunaway is doing something. Because Christina, I get why she's, you know. <laughs> Hit her more. Wake her up. Oh, okay, so we're doing pretty good on time. We're a little ahead of schedule. And I want you to tell your Faye Dunaway story that you told on Johnny McGothern's YouTube show. Oh, my God. Yes. Because I remember thinking this was so funny. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. So uh, I did I, I, there. I, I did interact with her twice, but this is the movie theater story? The movie theater. Okay, okay great. So, yeah, <laughs> this would have this was a minute ago because it would have been uh, 2009 when whenever Slumdog Millionaire came out. Okay. Around 2008, 2009. Okay, yeah. okay, great. So, yeah. So at the uh, now also RIP Arclight Movie oh, Theater, our favorite place on earth. Yeah. Uh, a Friday morning. I used to love to go see the new movies Friday at like 10, 30, 11 a.m., the earliest screening. Good time. Yeah. By, when I had the day off, which is often if you're an actor in L.A., <laughs> um, and I would and I went to the Arclight and I was walking down the steps. I just heard about this new movie, Slumdog Millionaire, that was opening that day. <laughs> and I'm walking down and I hear uh, in my earshot, I just hear uh, this voice saying, just what the fuck is wrong with my car? 
And I just knew immediately. And I turn around and there's a woman in a, I mean, it is like a boss of the planes hat that she's wearing. Like, uh, don't look at me, but I am a giant creature on these, just in fabrics and just everything. And I look at I'm like, that's Faye Dunaway on the car, I mean, on the phone screaming about her car. So I go down, I get something, I get concessions, and then I go into the theater, and I re- there were only like four or five people in the theater, and my ticket was t- supposed to be right next to hers. Oh, my God. And, and I, I, again, I, I, this, if I saw this in a movie, I wouldn't believe it, but it, she had laid out – Varieties and like Hollywood reporters on either side of her. I love that. She just <laughs> camped out, which just sounds like, oh, come on, like a movie star. But, so, but I promise that's what she had on either side of her. And I knew I was like, I don't want to sit right next to her because it's not going to go well. Yeah. Or if she just decides that we're friends and I have to, I, I'm just like, it's, I don't know why, whatever, probably some, probably some lovely member of the homosexual community thought it would just <laughs> saw me buy a ticket and was like, oh, put the gay guy right next to Faye Dunaway. He'll love this movie. Because I don't know why I ended up right next to Anyway, um, so I just sat a few seats away because I wanted to be near her. And she was having her car trouble and she kept storming past me um, before the movie started on her phone. And just like I had to move my feet to get out of the way that she would just come flying by me with just her scarves and her, you know, and capes and things. And so I just, you know, I I was like, if she, and she did it like two or three times and it was just like, and screaming on the phone. And also at the Arclight, there was no, they didn't do, they didn't do like trailers or, I mean, they do like three trailers right before the movie starts, but there's no commercials. Mm -hmm. So it's just this like. You're just looking at it, nothing, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, if she does this again, I'm going to make her, I'm going to make her say, excuse me, because I'm a, a Southern lady. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, I'm moving away from you all the time. I'm like, I, I was just like, this will be fun. So <laughs> she needed to get by me again after the, several times. So she stood, she's standing right next to my legs <laughs> and it's just breathing, huffing. And I am staring ahead at a blank screen and eating red vines, not even remotely like aware that there's someone right next to me that needs to get by. Because I was just like, you've done it enough times. You yeah. can be a person. And so she got right in my face and she just goes, excuse me. And I mean, it blew my hair back. It was full Supergirl, <laughs> Bianca. And I was so thrilled. To have her hot Hollywood raunch breath in my in my face. And then so – and I moved away and then she came back and sat down. And then the movie started and she took out a little notepad with a pencil and started taking copious oh notes. I love that because she's an actor. She's a member oh, of SAG-AFTRA. My God. A devote in the union. <laughs> uh, and so she's taking notes. And then the scene pretty early on in the movie where they're jumping the cars and the 3-6 Mafia song yep. is playing <laughs> – she she stands up when that happens and she goes, Well, all right, and whisks her and then leaves. What an exit. Yeah, it was, she, <laughs> she'd had enough. So I guess she didn't vote for it no. that year. Or maybe she decided it gets my vote. I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> I think, it I think was. She had to go pick up her car. <laughs> that was it. Her car was ready. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was one of the joys of, you know, you often, the arc light, one of the, the best things oh, you would go yeah. and you'd see so and many people. And you would just there. see. The most random celebrities there. Yeah. That you could just run into somebody like an ex-boyfriend or something that you haven't seen in like five years <laughs> and then just right. see like Kristen Bell. Right. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the time. Wow. 
Oh, I hope they bring it back. That's they have to. Yeah. There's somebody has to buy the place. I and think so. Turn it back I mean, it's such movie. a great piece of real estate for movies yeah. that that can't go. Even if it's well, the just Cinerama the Dome will have yeah. to stay. That's yeah. a landmark, so that'll yeah. stay. But it's just like, and who? I mean, you know, you. Ha- it's such a huge money maker. They, oh God, somebody's yeah. gonna. That was the definitely. first movie theater that I went to when I moved to LA. Oh, yep. And I just remember being blown away by it. Yeah. Do you remember what movie you saw? Uh, Cyrus with Jonah Hill and Marissa Tomei. Okay. That's mm-hmm. funny. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I remember my dad used to take us there when we were kids. I'm to the Cinerama Dome. To the Dome, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I went Did to you the... you grew up here? Yeah, I grew up in LA. Mm. The yeah. first time I went to the Cinerama Dome, I saw The Fighter, David O. Russell's The Fighter. Yes. And I, I love that movie. And I was very, very hungover, and I threw up in the bathroom. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> yep. Because oh, I was out with friends of ours the night before, and I decided to go to a movie hungover. Not a great idea. <laughs> well, and that movie is really – it's rough. It's yep. very emotional. Oh, my goodness. A lot of Melissa Leo. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't remember the first movie I saw at the Arclight, but I remember when it opened here. Yeah. Because um, I've been here that long. but um, And I had never gone to the Cinerama Dome before that, before it was with the Arclight. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – what was the last movie you all saw in the theater? The last movie that we saw, I mean, at the Dome was Jojo Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I mean, not have remembered The last that. movie that we saw in the theater was uh, Spiral last night. Spiral? What the was new that? Saw it's movie. The new Saw oh, reboot. Oh, okay. See, I love horror movies Rock. and I don't, I'm not into those. I don't do those. It's the, the first the Saw, saw movie I ever saw. I've only okay. seen the first one. I've never seen any of okay. them. Okay, okay. It was not great. Yeah, the last <laughs> movie I saw in the theater was this movie called Swallow. And also a horror movie about a, a woman who swallows objects. She swallows like tacks and oh like God. all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds scary. And before that, it was Invisible Man. That's like the last right, that, yeah. you know, big one. That I, mean, I feel like it. Invisible Man was the, the was the last studio movie to make any money in the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I, I well, know. they're back now. They're back now. But, gotta go uh, back. Just not, just not the arc light. Remember the little? Re- did you ever eat in the restaurant at the arc light? Oh, we, we all the, the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The restaurant was cool. The bar I was know, awesome. The food was good. Oh god. We have some. We have some commemorative glassware from the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have our every now and then our Donna have, Justice glass. Yeah. <laughs> our solo glass that we got there. Mm. Yep. I was about to ask you who was Donna Justice, and then I realized you said Dawn of Justice. (laughs) Donna Justice. Justice. Is she on Drag Race? Drag name. That'd be a really good drag name. Yeah. You can just do all the Justice League. You can do a half and half (laughs) Superman, Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good. I love a good half and half. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. So, oh my goodness. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Oh my god, so much fun. Grease two. Grease two. Grease two. So it had been a while since I had seen it. Because I've only really have seen this movie a handful of times. Yeah. Remember watching it in high school and then maybe not revisiting it for another like 12 years. Yeah. And then I watched it last night. So, yeah. So, we watched it on Paramount Plus where uh, if you're a subscriber, you can – It's streaming everywhere. There. But Mm -hmm. I think it's it's on on a couple of other – Yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple of other platforms. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while either, but but I have seen it a hundred times probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. Easy. You know. We watched um, it a lot as kids. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out if you have not, Indeed. not seen it. Indeed. Drew, would you like to uh, tell our listeners where they can find you? Oh, you want to sure. I'm on, I'm on Twitter at Drew Drogi and Instagram at Drew underscore Drogi. And I have nothing to plug. If you're, well, if you're <laughs> in L.A., uh, in July, we are doing the Golden Girls Live on <gasps> yes. stage. I love Yay. that. Uh, 
at the Casita del Campo the last three weekends in July. That's exciting. Uh, it uh, starts July 9th, so tickets go on sale June 9th. Okay. Um, and we're doing two brand new episodes <gasps> and we will announce all of that soon. But if you're, you know, if you're in town, then come check it out. We watched the special airing a few months ago. The Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah, Zoom yeah. Watch. Oh, thanks for cute. watching that. Yeah, Thank that you for fun. watching that. I'm so glad we had, I didn't even know that we had, uh, those available that someone had filmed them. So I think from now on we will be filming them. Yeah. And, but they're not, I mean, it's, if you're here, there's, there's some real magic as you, you oh, know, from yeah. seeing anything at Casino del Campo mm-hmm. that you get to go down. It's this uh, gorgeous Mexican restaurant in Silver Lake and it's just classic Hollywood that's not the touristy. It's like where the locals know to mm-hmm. go. Like this is a fun mm-hmm. thing. You have, you know, um, great Mexican food upstairs and then margaritas and, and, and a lot of usually drag or whatever downstairs in the, in the little space. You'll so definitely I'm so see excited. Us there. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Please come going. say hi after, you know, please. Cause we are very excited and you know, they're doing lots of restrictions with all that. And mm-hmm. I think, I, I do think that they're not as of now uh, having people, having walk-ups available. So I think you have to get a reservation mm-hmm. in advance and uh, we're trying to make it as safe as possible for everybody. So, you know, the numbers in LA are getting better. So, Oh yeah. I mean, optimistic who knows by then yeah. we may be able to open yeah. up even more. Probably. And, um, Probably. I don't know. I'm also in the place of like, I've been fully vaccinated for mm-hmm. almost two months now. So I'm ready to just get yeah. out in the world. Absolutely. Same. Yeah. I, uh, quick story. I took, uh, we took my mother to Casita del Campo to see one of the shows and she's like, Oh, this, this restaurant's really nice. And I was like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a gay Mexican restaurant. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, look around. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and there was a table in the room behind the bar and it was a long table and it was all men and they were all, um, like older gentlemen, you know, gray hair, just like buzz cuts, all of them wearing tank tops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, earrings. Great arms. Know, mm-hmm. Great arms. Yep. Tattoos. And I was like, well, look at that table. And she's like, well, what about that table? And I was like, <laughs> mom, those men are all over 65, covered in tattoos, in tank tops, earrings, and buzz cuts. The, the, does right. nothing mm-hmm. strike you as. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah, and they're, like, no. and you know, and they're all talking about funny lady. <laughs> yeah. You know, she was honestly like, well, how do you know they're gay? And I'm like, mother. I know. I, know. I just it's know. It's very sweet. I know. I love I ju- yeah. We just know. <laughs> <laughs> so come to Casita del Campo. Stay for the, stay for the entertainment, but have dinner upstairs. Yeah. It's a, great it's a whole, it's a show from the second you walk in the door. So mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. We got to get Sam on the show sometime. Oh, yeah. It's Jackie, Sam, Sam. Jackie did Poseidon Adventure. Oh, we perfect. We have to get Sam. <laughs> you guess. And Sherry, too. They're both yeah, wonderful. Yeah, so and they'll have – I mean, I will say all four of us are total nerds when it comes to movies. And, and so we love – that's one of, something that all four of us share in common. So um, Sam and Sherry are both really well-versed in that. So they'll, awesome. they'll, they'll be great to talk to. So. And Jackie's best girlfriend, Muffy. Oh, Muffy's she also always, great. She I mean, always yeah. comes into my Trader Joe's. Oh. And I would see her in with Jackie. And of course. And this was like a few years ago and just me being like, is that Jackie Beat? Mm. <laughs> is that Jackie Beat out of drag? Yes, And yeah. who is she with? It's yeah. the Muffy Bolding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, get them all on there. They're yep. all great to talk yeah. to. Well, we'll definitely – we're going to reach out to all of them and have them on the show. But thank you so much. This was Thanks so for much. having me. Thank so this was so much fun. fun to talk yeah. about. Yeah. We hope we can uh, have you on again in the future. Please. I'd love to do it. All right. Well, until then, see you next time. Bye. And thank
thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Fun episode. Another fun episode. Yeah, you can uh, find Grease 2 on Amazon Prime if you subscribe to that, which look, everybody in the world does, uh, but also on Paramount Plus, so you can watch Grease 2. Also, check out, uh, we talked about it in the last episode, but TCM Underground for their Slumberground YouTube series. They just did Grease 2. Yes. And the episode was a lot of fun. You can listen to past guests Millie and Ben talk about it. Yes, indeed. So if you go to the Turner Classic Movies uh, YouTube channel, uh, one of their shows is called Slumberground, and mm-hmm. they do some really, really fun um, movies. They also talk about uh, Ninja 3 that we mentioned earlier in the episode. So yes, indeed. So I think it is time for some fun stuff. We have a new review. We do. Scott, why don't you read the new review? This is from OK Sure Yes, entitled Absolutely Delightful. Just listen to the Parent Trap episode. Goddamn, this show is so great. Such a delicious combo of movie facts, personal stories, and genuine joy for so many movies from my childhood that I love. Such an easy listen. I love that. Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. That was from uh, Apple Podcasts, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So much fun. And we also uh, have some patrons to say hello to. Yay! Our Patreon shoutouts. So we would just like to say hello to our patrons, Charlie, Heather, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emma, Millie, Aaron, Melinda, Jim, Jessica, John, Nick, Christine, and Rafino, you guys, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. This, uh, the Patreon support is amazing. Yeah. You can head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay to check out some fun, exciting, extra exclusive tidbits. Our, our new newsletter will probably be out soon. Yes, indeed. We're going to do a second out. one for May because we kind of lied a little bit on the newsletter. Sorry, guys, but we'll do a second one for May. And we just dropped a new Watch With Us commentary. Yeah. Well, at this point, it's been a couple weeks. But the newest Watch With Us commentary is for The Sweetest Thing. So if you like The Sweetest Thing, head on over. Also, by this time, our 100th episode free commentary will be out. Yes, indeed. 10 Things I Hate About You. Check it out. If you haven't already, you can go to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay, even if you're not a subscriber, and listen to the 10 Things I Hate About You commentary track. You can queue up the movie on Netflix, listen to the commentary track. You uh, will tell you exactly when to press play on the movie so that it syncs up to our audio and it'll be like watching the movie with Scott and me. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. There's lots of other commentary tracks on our Patreon as well as the monthly newsletter, behind the scenes photos, videos, lots of fun stuff. Extended episodes for when we go a little oh, long. Yeah, extended episodes. Exactly. So lots of cool stuff over there on Patreon. So go ahead and subscribe to that if you can. We would love it very, very much. And uh, we would also love it if you would rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Yes, indeed. Give us five stars and leave us a review. We'll read it on the air just mm-hmm. like we read yeah. the review earlier. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Movies That Made Us Gay and on Twitter at MTMUG Pod. Yes, indeed. I am Pete, and I am on Instagram and Twitter at Peter Lasagna. I'm also on Letterboxd at Peterific. I need to update that. Haven't updated. You need to review some more movies on there. Yes, indeed. 
I'm uh, Scott Youngbauer on Instagram, Oscar Scott on Twitter, and just Scott Youngbauer on Letterboxd. See what I'm watching. Yes, indeed. I did a lot of loggings this weekend of movies. Oh, cool. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll catch up and, and log some of the some of the stuff that we've seen lately. But until then, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.